There's a way of doing this without being pushy, without being salesy, without being annoying, and that's by building genuine connections. And the longer you do it and the longer you start networking, the better you're going to get at this. Hey, it's Emily here, and I am so grateful for you tuning in to this episode. From building and maintaining a nine-figure sales organization to speaking around the globe and now creating the It's Emily Lifestyle blog, thank you for being a part of my journey. My mission is to provide you with the wisdom, the skills, the encouragement, the tactical strategies, and inspiring stories while we continue to become purposeful entrepreneurs and leaving a positive impact in each other's lives as we're called to do so. So with that being said, it's time to de-plug from your outside world and plug into your new world here. So let's dive in. Hello there, my beautiful friend. Today, I am so excited to give you some tips that I have used along the way in networking, collecting friends, putting myself out there. And I, you know, really learned this in the beginning stages of my network marketing business. You see, when I first started my venture, I had 900 Facebook friends, no Instagram account. I was 23, didn't go to college. I needed to collect friends. I needed to you know, really establish great relationships. I needed to build rapport. I needed to, you know, have a wider net of people, especially when I was looking for people to join me in my business. You know, in the beginning, I felt like I was going to the same 10, 20 people, honestly, for my first year in business. It felt like I kept circling back to those people that didn't want to do it, weren't ready to do it. And I realized early on, I need to get better at networking. I need to collect more friends. Okay. And I always say, you know, your, your network is, is your net worth, right? So if you think of some of the wealthiest people in the world, I'm willing to bet they're not hermits. <laughs> I'm willing to bet that they have a lot of friends. And it's not like BFF friends, you know every single thing about someone. It's great acquaintances. It's people that they could call upon because they have taken the time to build rapport. They find creative ways to stay in touch. And, you know, I, I know that for even myself as my world continues to expand as I've, you know, moved across the country, as I've, you know, really put myself out there in multiple different ways of life and business. I know that I just keep making amazing relationships that bless my life, that I feel like I'm able to really create synergy, equal energy exchanges with, and you know, really have the attitude of abundance of how can I help you win? How can I help you get to the next level? And in doing so, it just continues to explode my world in the most beautiful, abundant, beautiful way. So I'm going to share with you today 
five of my simple tips on how you can build genuine, keyword genuine, connections at live events, networking events, cocktail parties, if you will. Um, And I hope you'll enjoy it. And I hope you will take one of these things or all five of these things and start practicing it because you know the world isn't fully opened back up but we definitely are getting back out there i know my travel schedule for october i'm going to indianapolis i'm going to chicago i'm going to arizona i have an event in california like we're doing this thing again and um you know, maybe you, you're kind of out of practice. <laughs> I mean, a lot of us uh, have been at home and have been on Zooms for quite a long time. So this might be, if anything, just a little refresher for you. But either way, I want you to think about it. So number one, dress confidently. This is huge. Presentation is so huge, okay? Think of it right now. I mean, how do you feel when you walk into an event, when you are business casual, when you have, you know, maybe ladies heels on, uh, you know, or a wedge, if you're not into that, right. Um, or you're just put together, even, you know, men, when you're well put together, when you're dressed well, you are going to stand taller. You're going to have more energy. You are going to feel better about yourself. You're going to feel better when you're taking your Instagram stories, when you're talking on your Instagram, because you should all be doing that if you're trying to, you know, get out there and share what it is you do. You're going to feel better. You're going to show up better. And I will tell you right now, as vain as this may sound, it's the truth. When I meet people, when I'm doing life, at events, wherever, whether I'm speaking or I'm a guest and I'm there myself, when someone is well put together, I automatically want to know a little bit more about them than I do with somebody who looks like they didn't comb their hair. And again, that may sound bad, but it's just the truth. It's just the truth. I want to know who is who is he, who is she, right? It, it, it automatically, I mean, even when I'm standing in line at the coffee shop, If somebody is put together, you want to know who they are. You want to know what do they do because they're, they're telling the world, you're telling the world, you take yourself seriously. What you do is serious. You respect yourself. And, you know, further down the road, I would love to do uh, an episode helping everyone that needs it, how you can step up your style game even if you're balling on a budget, okay? So if you would be down for that, let me know because that's something I had to figure out when I started my venture. As many of you know, I was living paycheck to paycheck. I didn't have the funds to go, you know, on Instagram or on, you know, whatever style app and just go buy whatever I wanted. I had to be very strategic about how I was going to up my style game, how I was going to put myself together. I mean, even as simple as like having a fresh um, manicure, you know, I didn't have the funds initially to go get my nails done. And I, you know, did it at home, all that stuff. It really, really does matter. So put yourself together. Number one, number two, make remembering names a priority. Okay. 
this sets you apart, okay? There is so much psychology around this. I mean, if you meet someone, if you were to meet Susan right now and, you know, it's an event of 100 people, there's people everywhere, but you meet Susan and you introduce yourself here, here's what I do. Cause you may be thinking, I try to remember names. I forget names. It's hard. So what I do is I make it a priority. So I have already decided in my life of networking that other people matter and a way to, to let people know that they matter is me knowing and showing that I remember their name. Okay. So in a busy crowded room, if I'm meeting Susan, I repeat, repeat her name back in my head three to five times. Okay. So for just meeting, I would literally, you know, if we're shaking hands or whatever we're doing, maybe not shaking hands right now, but I hug people, whatever you're comfortable with. Okay. I literally will go and I'll talk to myself and I'll go, Susan, Susan, Susan. And I'll even tie like someone's name, like, Oh, she has red hair. She looks like my friend Susan. Red hair Susan. Red hair my friend has red hair Susan. So I'll use little things to like tie their name in. Okay? So I'm always doing that. And then in our conversation, and it could be legit a three-minute convo. You bump into each other at church in the hallway. You know, it's the meet and greet time. You know, you don't have a lot of time right? You're networking. I will find a couple ways to repeat their name back, you know? So, so Susan, tell me, where do you live? So Susan, tell me what excites you most right now in your life? What are you most passionate about? At the end of our conversation, Susan, it was so great to meet you. So I'm constantly repeating names And that is really making people feel valued. It's really making people feel heard. And it goes a long, long way. Now, I know this this topic and this episode is really about live events, but even, you know, doing this on a Zoom goes a long way. And, you know, you could be cheating on a Zoom because you can see their name in in the little box unless they, you know, didn't update their name. But I like to do this on a Zoom as well. If I'm on a business call, if I'm on a, a like a three-way prospecting call uh, where we're introducing our business and opportunity to a, another potential client, I'm constantly finding ways to repeat people's names, all right? Number three, ask what's your story and really be curious about them, okay? Show that curiosity, and obviously, the depth of this, it depends on the amount of time that you have. But what I have found through networking and in my career is I would rather, like if I'm in a, in, in a, a meeting of 50 people, I would rather go deep with five of them and really collect a friend, really collect somebody that I could network with than, you know, really surface level with 10 of them, 15 of them, if I had to choose. Because when you can go deeper with someone, 
that makes you memorable. That makes you build that rapport. That makes someone trust you. That makes someone open up to you, right? Um, so what I do is ask, what's your story? Tell me your story and really be curious about them. And for those of you that are my chatty Cathy's and you talk, 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 what I want you to practice is grab a bottle of water, grab a coffee, whatever, hold it in your hand, take a sip of it so you can shut up. <laughs> okay. So that's what you need to do. Okay. And you know, if you don't have something to hold, if you don't have something to drink, just practice patience and listening. Okay. So that's what I asked them. I'm like, so what's your story? What do you do? What are you about? And what happens is because you're taking such genuine interest in another person, they love talking about themselves. People love talking about themselves, especially if you're at a networking event, because most people are there like, what's in it for me? What's in it for me? What's in it for me? So if you're giving somebody else the platform to be like, tell me all about you, man, do they love it. And I have found, again, I do this every day, even today, but by doing this, you completely go to a deeper, different level with someone than just, hi, what's your name? Where are you from? You know, it's so surface level. It's like, nice to meet you. Okay, bye. But when you go deep and and you find what's your story, you find different ways that you could connect, different interests you have, you're able to add them very easily to your social network, exchange phone numbers, so on and so forth. Number four, find ways to provide genuine value while conversing, okay? So when, when I am saying add value, you know, I might meet someone and they, they might say, okay, I, you know, just started a podcast or, you know, whatever they're doing. We'll give a podcast example. I might, you know, say, hey, I know a great podcast editor if you need one. I might say, oh my gosh, like I, you know, would love to uh, exchange with you on a podcast, you know? So it's a genuine value while conversing. If someone's like, oh my gosh, uh, I moved to Los Angeles and I'm a vegan, you know, I might say, oh, have you checked out X, Y, and Z restaurant? It's really good or, or a meal delivery service. So I'm just finding little ways to add value, little ways where I can help them out. And again, this makes them, number one, feel heard, seen, and they're like, wow, this person is going out of their way to help me, to connect me with other people, to support me in my life. And this is massive. Number five, plan a follow-up with each person before leaving the event. This is where people drop the ball. And if you've ever heard me talk, I always talk about, you know, dropping the ball on the on the 10 yard line or the five yard line. And it's just, ugh, you know, it, it's like, why have you done all this work? And then you don't follow up. We know the fortune is in the follow up, but this is absolutely huge. If you plan a follow up with people, so it could be, you know, a connection zoom. It could be a coffee, whenever you're going to see each other again, 
Okay. So you might add them on social media. So what I do is after communicating, I'm like, Hey, would love to stay connected. Are you on Instagram? I'd love to stay connected. Can I get your phone number? Would you be opposed to me getting your phone number? Would love to stay connected. So I, I first put that out there, but then I'll find a creative way where we could go deeper with our current conversation. So if we're loving what we're talking about, but you know, we got to move on to the next person we need to go into the event. We're outside of the restroom at an event. I will then say, you know, how about we set up, you know, a zoom call or a phone call, or how about we set up a coffee meeting if they're in, in my area and we can dive a little deeper and see how we can support each other. And from there, I even go this step further. I'm the one that says, you know, okay, I'm in town for the next couple weeks. I've got a window next week if you want to secure a time to meet. So this is what a lot of people don't do. They don't secure a time. They're very vague. You know, we've all had those, and I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I'm totally guilty here. But we've all had those times where it's like, oh yeah, let's, let's do dinner and talk about it. And nobody ever follows up. It's like this fleeting idea in the moment. But I find when you take the extra step and you initiate and secure it, it just shows a lot about who you are as a person. Are you a person of your word? Do you mean what you say? Are you serious about what you do? I love it. I absolutely love it. And in fact, today, as I'm speaking to you, I just got back from a hike here in Malibu. And that's exactly what me and the woman did who went on a hike. We planned a follow-up. We planned a time to meet. So we said, hey, would either Thursday or Saturday work for you to, to meet for a hike? We can talk business, do a hike at the same time. We secured a spot, we texted each other, and now we're literally doing a business together. And obviously it all doesn't turn out that perfectly, but we you know, really made it a priority rather than just keeping things vague. And that's the problem with a lot of people. They don't go deep, they don't, they don't secure when's the next meeting, therefore people don't take you seriously in what you do. Okay, so there's a way of doing this without being pushy, without being salesy, without being annoying, and that's by building genuine connections. And the longer you do it and the longer you start networking, the better you're going to get at this. Okay, because I think initially we feel like, oh gosh, I don't want to feel like I'm selling them something. I don't want to feel like I'm trying to get them to be a client. But if you take interest, and you create a beautiful dialogue and you start to get to know each other, if the, if the client is right, if the opportunity is right, it's going to flow and you're going to be able to share what you do. You're going to be able to build, I mean, maybe it has nothing to do with business. Maybe it's just a great new guy friend, a great new girlfriend, okay, that we all need to have in our lives. And it's, you know, on the, on the topic of friendships, we all need to have a few quality friends that raise our game, that you feel like you can confide in, you feel like you can grow with. And sometimes this discovery process of building genuine connections, it's like dating. 
okay, for friendships, for potential business. You know, some of you that have been in the dating game or once were, you know how many dates you had to go on. I mean, I meet people all the time and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're like speed dating almost. But the thing is, you have to figure out, is this going to be a good match for me? Are we going to be good partners in business? Are we going to be good friends? Like, is this someone I even want to go deeper with? And the only way to get there to see if it's worth your time, if it's someone you want to invest your life into, if it's a friendship thing, you gotta start with asking what's your story, finding ways to provide value to people, and then planning a time where you can dive a little deeper. Otherwise, you're missing it. You're missing the point of networking and if you feel like oh my gosh I've been going to networking events I've been trying to put myself out there but you're not having any depth you're not creating any movement my suggestion to you is is to dive a little deeper with people okay plan that follow-up meeting even if you feel like it's out of your comfort zone even if you feel like man I'm not typically the initiator Well, it's time for you to be the initiator. If you want your life to change, if you want to really build an empire, if you want to collaborate with people, you need to step into this and learn how to build genuine connections. You really do. Because I can tell you, I can point back to pivotal moments in my career, especially in the last 12 to 24 months of my life, that if I didn't initiate something, if I didn't go the extra step, if I didn't get out of the house and go to a workout, if I, didn't, if I didn't go to an event, I would have never met certain people that God has put in my life. And literally, I swear, he planted them there. But I had to, I had to initiate. I had to wake up and realize this person is a gift. You should get to know them more. This person could be a great friend. You should get to know them more. Those are all clues. Those are all clues. But it's up to you to dive deeper with people. Don't be afraid of it. You know, what's the worst that could happen? You spend 30 minutes with someone and you realize like, uh, not my thing. Big deal, right? Like what is honestly the worst thing that could happen by doing this? I, I don't know about you, but I can't really think of anything. So go out there. Build genuine connections. And as always, let me know if you step out of the boat. Let me know what you have done differently. Just making baby tweaks. Baby tweaks. You're going to see a significant increase in your energy, your fulfillment, and hopefully in whatever business endeavor you're in. I'm so grateful you've listened all the way through as that right there, my friend, says a lot about your commitment to your personal empowerment. If you truly found value in this podcast, then screenshot this podcast right now, put it on your Instagram stories and tag me at It's Emily, as I'd love to see you taking that step to empower others. Remember to also go leave a comment on what your biggest takeaway was from this episode on my most recent post on Instagram. Within two hours of this podcast dropping, 
we always pick two random winners every Sunday and gift each winner a $50 Amazon gift card. Lastly, it means the world if you take just 10 seconds to share the same takeaway in the review section on iTunes as it really helps amplify this podcast to more people. Remember to always spread light, spread love, and pay it forward, my friends. I believe in you. Thank you.